0: From the summer skate studios behind the mask hockey shops present. College Hockey West Live for June seventh, two thousand twenty two. Tonight's scheduled guest, Long Island University head coach Brett Riley. Behind the masks, college hockey West Live is brought to you by Peterson Toyota College graduate member of the military. and you might be eligible for a special rebate or discount. See us at PetersonToyota.com. Top golf. Let us help you reimagine your next business meeting or team-building event. See your regional center or go to topgolf.com. The NCHC and nchc.tv. Subscribe to nchc.tv to watch the best in college hockey since 2013. Behind the Mask hockey shops. Visit any of our Three Valley locations or go to behindthemask.com, whether you're on ice or in line. Jets Pizza, whether it's our legendary Detroit-style square or New York-style thin crust, Jets Pizza is better because it has to be. Three locations in Arizona, seven in Colorado, four in Missouri. Caesars Entertainment Resorts and casinos, whether it's Las Vegas or any of our other worldwide properties, an iconic vacation awaits you at any of our destinations. Metro by T-Mobile. Get 50% off or more when you add a line to a new or existing account. Liberty University, play for something more. Faith, education, and hockey at liberty.edu. Five Burrito Express, six East Valley locations for fresh, fast, authentic Mexican food. M-Drive, natural support for men looking to increase energy, strength, and drive. Always free delivery at mdriveformen.com. Summer Skates, whether our original red or new black shower shoes, show your game and style at summerskates.com. And by Drury Inns and Suites, travel happy again. Book your next stay at DruryHotels.com or at one 800 drury Inn. College Hockey West Live from the Summer Skate Studios, presented by Behind the Mask, is a part of the Ice Time Hockey SW.com network. Here are your hosts, Scott Strandy and Paul Hornstein.
1: All right, welcome in hockey fans, NCAA hockey fans as it may be. This indeed is College Hockey West Live scott strandy with you tonight from beautiful denver colorado where it was a gorgeous day today uh, just on the front range of the rocky mountains my co-host as always paul hornstein out on beautiful long island new york paul uh 10 feet below sea level in that beautiful spacious basement of yours spacious
0: um no um 10 feet below sea level yes
1: but spacious? <laughs> no. Well, this is what I love about tonight, Paul. We are College Hockey West Live, and right. we are going way east, right out to your neighborhood. So it's going to be a lot of fun tonight. But before we get to that, um, let's uh, let's recap kind of what's going on this week, because it's been a fun week. We had uh, Rick Zombo on from Lindenwood Sunday night. Right. We, of course, had David Carl last night. Right. We have Brett Riley coming on tonight. Right. and uh for our achA show Wednesday we're going to uh the University of arizona I know you want to be there Where? uh to Who, talk with what? Chad Chad Berman so uh man oh, like what, Chad. A, what a great I know you do yeah, what a great week of uh of hockey talk if if you will uh it's gonna be a, a fun time um this time of year you wonder sometimes what are you gonna what are you gonna find to talk about but that's never been our problem has it
0: no, it's not. Um, I, I don't know how or why it's never been a problem. Um, it just is one of those deals where, you know, how many coaches have we talked to over the years? And they all say the same thing. Um, the off season is busier than the actual season itself. And maybe that's why we always have something to talk about.
1: Yeah, very well possible. I do want to throw out the text line. Uh, if anybody has some questions for us, or for Coach Riley, we'll try to uh, bring them up with him. Uh, it is 303-943-3772. I have the phone in my hand. So if you have a question, feel free to text it in, and uh, we will do our best to get it answered one way or the other. Um, of course, you can uh, text us anytime. It's 24 hours a day. So right. if, if you miss us tonight and you listening to this on the uh, On a podcast um site somewhere whether it be any one of the 50 million that we're on (laughs) (laughs) you can can definitely reach us and uh, we will do our best to get those questions answered but okay so um the nhl playoffs uh have been crazy and college players have been making their mark one after another um we got another one going on tonight i don't know uh Exactly on who's making the biggest impact because it's a one nothing Tampa Bay game. But last oh, night, yeah, last night the uh, the Avalanche took care of business in Edmonton, and um, I know here uh, when they flew back today that there was a lot of relief. They did not want to have to play another game. Uh, they wanted to relax. Now it's going to be either eight days off or eleven days off, Paul.
0: Well, listen, there's that. That's what happens right in the playoffs when. Uh, s- Serious end quickly. Um, we can ask the coach uh, when he comes on in a couple of minutes. Uh, I know those 6 5 games are very entertaining for the fans. I'm never sure that coaches <laughs> like those 6 to 5 games, especially the way those games were going.
1: Yeah, I don't think so. And uh, uh, for everybody wondering here in Colorado, um, Nassim Qadri did have thumb surgery the other day um, and is recuperating. Uh, Whether he comes back or not, man, I don't know how. Um, But anyway, so that's where we stand on that. Um, Let's take one quick break. Let's come back and let's go right to uh, your neighborhood and bring in the head coach from uh, Long Island University in about two minutes.
2: Great. At Behind the Mask... At Behind the Mask, we have all the little things that can make your time at the rink go smoother. Go to any of our Three Valley locations or online at BehindTheMask.com.
3: More than 140 live games from the nation's best college hockey conference. Ready for you wherever you are, however you want to watch. Your favorite team is on nchc.tv on your phone, tablet, or stream to your TV. Subscribe now to watch the best in college hockey at nchc.tv. If it's NCHC hockey, it's on nchc.tv.
2: Ask any hockey player in the desert southwest, and they'll all tell you the same thing. We love going to the rink and sandals. Now you can show off your game in style with summer skates. Officially licensed summer skates are comfortable, washable, and can be designed to show off your fandom. Phil Kessel your guy? Big William Carlson fan? Or is Austin Matthews the man? Have your summer skates designed to show off your favorite NHL player or shout out your own game with your own number. Team discounts and customization available too for groups of 12 or more. Thirsty after getting off the ice? Our new koozies are perfect for keeping that cold one cold in the desert heat. Comfortable and durable, show up to the rink in style. An authorized retailer of summer skates, you can purchase yours through our website at IcetimeHockeySW.com. Really, JR, you think
3: you can still do this? I'm focused. You're way too old to hit that target from there. I've been listening to everything you said It's been running through my head Locked and loaded All right. Still
1: got it Still got it Who's old now?
2: Question? Comment? Let us hear from you on our text message line at 303-943-3772. College Hockey West Live is coming to you from the Summer Skate Studios. Summer Skates, the ultimate hockey player's footwear.
1: Indeed it is. College Hockey West Live. It's our Tuesday night staple show. We come to you live from the Summer Skate Studios, which uh, has a variety of locations. This time it's in uh, Colorado and Long Island, New York. And uh, Paul, it's our pleasure to welcome in the head coach from the Long Island University Sharks, Brett Riley. Brett, Scott, and Paul with you. How are you tonight?
4: I'm doing awesome. Thanks for having me on here, guys. I really appreciate it. Well, we're very excited to have you, Coach.
0: And um, uh, for once... Uh, I have him outnumbered here from Long Island <laughs> two to one. Usually I'm getting double teamed with him and all of his Minnesota connections, and it's just nice for once to have him outnumbered. So thanks for joining us.
4: Awesome. Air strength in uh, numbers from Long Island here tonight.
1: <laughs> coach i joke with it coming on i said college hockey west live but we're going that uh, way east of course paul's been with me from the very start of the podcast and um just a little background on us we call it cover college hockey in the west but we also like to dig into uh to independence and, and new upstart programs and you're kind of fitting the uh, the bill for both of those so let's start right there tell us a little bit about how this program got underway and uh, right in the middle of a pandemic you shocked all of us and now you're growing aren't you
4: yeah it's been um nothing short of a remarkable ride so far i think we're on day 600 and something um Mm -hmm. who's keeping track um right in the in the pandemic here um and being tasked with putting a team together in four and a half months or something like that so um, those were busy days. I'm, I'm not sure the busy days have stopped. I think, uh, Paul, you were saying that the offseason is busier than, than maybe the season. I think you're certainly right about that. Um, <laughs> we find ourselves doing things we probably should have done two years ago when we launched the program, like season tickets and right. schedule for two years and building our recruiting classes. So in many respects, we're still playing catch-up, which is an exciting part of the build. Um, you know we now have thirty young men on our campus and on our roster um, and we like to believe every day things are are getting you know better here in many regards but it's it 's been a a daunting task, but certainly uh one that 's been very rewarding so far
0: well and i was you kind of answered one of my questions for me because you guys did start in the craziness of the pandemic um you've had to schedule and reschedule and you know, most schools have their schedules as you well know, usually have their schedules for the most part laid out a couple of years in advance. So you guys have had to do more of that than normal. And I was going to ask you in two years time now, do you kind of feel that you have caught up a little bit to where you thought you would be?
4: Um, yeah, I guess catch up is catching up's kind of a relative term, but I think we're certainly getting there. And like I said, every year is has been far better. The first year we were fortunate to land a scheduling agreement with Atlantic hockey, so we played thirteen games um with them all on the road. And then this past year, you know, still being at the mercy of other programs and their, you know, schedules that have been built out. So um I think we had something only like eight or nine home games uh of the thirty-six. So mm-hmm. Um, you know, next year that will go to 20. And like I said, we'll roll out season tickets and do some things that, you know, uh, regular or kind of more established programs may take for granted. So um, we now have recruits kind of in, you know, two or three years out um, and have been able to book and build games. So um, like I said, there's a, there's a lot of catching up to do, but um, our goal is just to make sure the program looks a little bit better in every respect. And, and I think we're slowly but surely getting there.
0: Well, you've had experience starting programs. Uh, You started at Wilkes. You started the Wilkes uh, College University program uh, a few years back. Um, And and how is this? I mean, it's hard, I guess, to compare because of the pandemic. But uh, of the things you expected to be relatively the same, uh, how much of that was true and how much it was like, well, this is something completely different
4: yeah i I think there's a lot of similarities you have x number of days to put a hockey team on the ice um at the end of the day division one or division three hockey is hockey so you have to go out and find the best players and and character kids that fit what you're trying to build um obviously with wilkes i think we had you know 400 days or a little like a year and and change uh here at liu we had three or four months um and then we had no certainty of a schedule as you guys alluded to it changed 15 to 20 times i think our opening opponent at one point was a club team a division three team then it was army um then it was holy cross and so it continued to change but um there's so many you know similarities right of just trying to find the best kids things you forget along the way designing jerseys ordering tape putting together a locker room um there's so many little things you know making sure the guys actually show up to your campus uh, <laughs> yeah. you to have a team to coach um the coaching is actually an afterthought uh when you get on the ice you get a chance to breathe a little bit but all the other logistics are the things uh, that make the days long interesting and fun so uh, a lot of similarities obviously level different location different but the same objective of, of trying to field the best team of young men possible
1: coach uh i was uh, around when uh coach powers started his program at Arizona State. And I remember sitting in his office and asking him, what kind of team are you going to have this year? And this was the hybrid year. And he said, uh, I'm going to have to be big, old, and physical. <laughs> so I'm guessing that was kind of the roadmap you took too, was trying to find some experience, some some big guys, and try to play a physical game and slow people down, not knowing whether you were going to outscore teams. But what, what was it like for you?
4: It was... Um... You know, in year one, like I said, just find the best available players. Um, and I thought we did a nice job of that. But this past year, I think, was a little bit more about finding an identity, especially with the transfer portal and being able to recruit freshmen kind of a year out. So um, not to say that we stole greg's recipe uh, we we certainly attempted to though, um, by being bigger, older, and heavier. and I think that showed in our statistics we were blocking a lot of shots we finished a lot of hits and and hopefully we left the rink uh with the respect of our opposition by by being hard to play against and i I think the numbers you know match that
1: let me follow that up real quick if i can and uh you know with the things that happened during the pandemic the extra year and then the portal and and everything has that been a blessing for you or has it kind of been a curse or has it just been there
4: um i guess say both right um that that everyone has access to it so you're as good as as you want to be um but i think the players that we were able to acquire from the portal this year were great additions to our program not just as players um but as leaders and culture drivers guys that can say they've been there before um you know we had young men from rpi to bowling green to arizona state to robert morris you know that could say hey we've been here before or played in those kind of atmospheres or settings um, and we're able to give our young men our freshmen and our sophomores perspective on what it what being a college hockey player is all about so um we've been benefactors of it but it certainly is kind of an interesting time in college hockey um with what seems like you know never-ending free agency
0: (laughs) yeah and and uh, as as you go in there Uh, how much, just because, you know, this is kind of what happens when you're a new program. Um, how much did you have to deal with, uh, you guys are from where?
4: (laughs) Yeah. Um, that was, that was pretty, um, common throughout the way, but I think that's, we try and turn that into a positive of being kind of the first division one hockey team, you know, in the New York city, long Island area um and educating people on, on who we are who we're trying to be and how they can help us build the program um i guess going back to the portal i want to say four of our five leading scorers this year were from the transfer portal so i think it was right. a lot of young men kind of looking for an opportunity to maybe wear a different hat than they had in the past or rewrite their story or find closure or whatever it was that they were looking for so um like anything, it's about doing your due diligence, making good connections, and then making sure the guys are the right fit for the program. And and for us, with the portal, at least this year, I, I thought that the guys that came in did a fantastic job in making LIU kind of their own program and, and calling it home.
0: Well, I watched a lot of the games. I can't sit here and say I watched all of them, but I watched a lot of games, and, and it kind of reminded me, you know, very similar to what, a lot of expansion teams, and I use that term because it's it's the easiest for people to understand. You're in games for a lot of ways, and and the the last thing that comes when you're a new team is that offensive skill that that, that pushes teams back defensively, and 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 gives the rest of your players more more space. I thought you guys were in most of your games uh, last year, um, and obviously the 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 lack of time to get a full roster um you know those things kind of usually show up in the third period no
4: yeah i I think for us our goal like we talked about at the start is just to show progress in every sector of the program and for us there's no moral victories but um you know in most of these games whether it be penn state notre dame um you know lowell quinnipiac northeastern asu to have our goalie out. is a good place that we want to be again right. there you don't get a win for having your goalie out, but I think for us positioning ourselves to be in hockey games down the stretch was the goal this year and and to leave the rink you know with the respect of the college hockey community or the opposition's or just of ourselves right um, you know was the goal, and I think when you build a program sometimes you have to keep perspective or you're just going to go insane. Uh, we right. want to win every game, and that's the objective but there was times this year uh, as a coach where i had to look back and just say hey we gave you know there was a one nothing loss right after the holidays at northeastern um to an unbelievable goalie um where you just have to look back and say this this is progress you know we're 500 days in here um keep some perspective and that's what you know keeps you motivated um so yeah some of the third periods did get away from us this year um but those are just lessons for as we build our team the next year and reminders and areas we have to be better um, as a program.
0: Um, I asked. I asked this question as somebody who's uh, who grew up here and 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 has spent the last uh, twenty plus years living on Long Island and and uh, has even coached some youth teams. Um, one of the guys that I did that with, uh, he he always uh, emphasized that the talent on long island is underrated what was your impressions of when 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 this when this job became yours what were your uh, initial impressions because i'm sure you've seen more of it now of the, the the talent that was available in this area
4: yeah i mean there's no shortage of really good hockey players in this area from mites all the way to guys playing in college hockey. I mean, to, to the NHL, you could turn on a game right now, and there's Fox and, and McAvoy, and, and I could go on um, right. to, to downwards. And our, our guys have done a fantastic job of being in the community, whether it's the Gulls, the Royals, the Edge, the Arrows, you know, and so on. Um, I grew up in West Point, not so far away, so was familiar with the hockey, but to be here, kind of firsthand and see it. Uh, There's a lot of really good college hockey players and future college hockey players here on the island. Um, So that's an exciting challenge of trying to figure out um, as we grow and we build out, um, how can this be an opportunity or an avenue for players to stay close to home? Um, You know, right now we have two on our roster um, within proximity and our our goal is to continue to build um, so that really good players and really good kids, you know, don't have to leave the island to play college hockey.
1: All right, I got a comment first, coach, and then a question. So my comment is, you guys have one of the best logos out there. And (laughs) I'm guessing a lot of guys don't mind uh, those colors and putting that shark on. Uh, So I'm guessing that was a help uh, when you uh, went out recruiting. Uh, Kids these days love that stuff. and We see it in college football all the time with uh, the different uniform combinations and stuff. So first of all, uh, congratulations on nailing that one. Um, And my question to that is, like, uh, when you're recruiting guys now, um, as opposed to when you were back at Wilkes, um, have things changed in that little bit of time, or or are, is it still the same? You're still looking for guys and uh, a certain type of guy?
4: Yeah, so I guess uh, on the on the logo, we, we're pretty lucky uh, to have the logo, the colors, the setup. I think we've sold out of jerseys four or five times now. <laughs> I um, love it. Which has kept my inbox in my email pretty busy here. Um, you know, with constant trips to UPS shipping jerseys out to fans and, and requests. Um, but that's a good problem to have. And then in, in terms of kind of uh, the Wilkes to being at LIU comparison, um, it, it's a lot of the same, right, where you're looking for kids with character, uh, for kids maybe that were passed over at Wilkes by maybe a bigger Division three school or missed a Division one opportunity. And here at LIU, um, you know, maybe that have a chip on their shoulder or something to prove um, or want someone that believe in them. Um, you know, we're real to the fact that when we stand in a recruiting line, we may not always be someone's number one option. But you know, our job as a staff is to convince them why or how we can help them. And um, our captain this year, Billy Jerry, is a great example of that—a transfer from RPI, um, who was able to almost hit you know the thirty point barrier after being um, you know kind of a single digit producer um, at his last spot. So. Um, whether it be a transfer or a freshman you know our, our job is to get that player to buy into us buy into building a program um, many times those that have had success are the ones with a chip on their shoulder and something to prove um, so that's kind of been our job in, in program building i think as we build a few years out that could change but for right now we want guys that are, are really excited about building something
1: Yeah, that's good stuff. I also want to ask you about this, because obviously being an independent, being way on the East Coast, you have advantages and disadvantages. Um, if you can, there's a number of teams that uh, are right in your neighborhood, basically, to play uh, on the East Coast. But being an independent, sometimes you have to travel. And I know last year you guys went to Alaska and then back to ASU. And what what's that been like, getting used to traveling across the country like that?
4: Yeah, I think at one point last year, we had played more games in Ohio than New York um, <laughs> and, and Indiana, if you stack that. So um, we we went everywhere and anywhere last year. That was kind of, one, the cards that we were dealt, and two, that's kind of our mantra as we'll play anywhere, anytime. Our, our guys just love to play hockey. Um, so I guess the independent body has been phenomenal um, You know, in sticking together. We need each other. And. Um, it, it was a cool experience to go out to Alaska and to host them. And um, obviously, ASU is kind of the seasoned veterans of the group and kind of the gold standard. Um, so it was great to go out there and play them. But um, like I said, we'll play anyone, anywhere uh, this year. We play, you know, from Michigan State to hosting Omaha uh, to local teams like UConn and Princeton. Um, that's a fun part uh, of what we get to do. Um, You know, not being in a league could be perceived as kind of a negative. And we've tried to turn it into a positive by playing as many really good hockey teams as possible. And I think we played, you know, four or five tournament teams last year and seven or eight that were in the top 20. So um, there was no shortage of of really tough games last year and this year. And uh, we think it will help us grow and, and build for the future.
0: Coach, let me ask you a question as as we kind t- I kind of take a look at, at some of the guys you're bringing in and have brought in. Uh, these first two years, you've had some uh, good experience with your goaltenders in terms of having guys that have played a lot. Um, as I look at it, I'm not sure I see the same this year. Um, was that by design or did it just work out that way?
4: Um, so in, in our first year, we were, we were really fortunate to have Garrett Metcalf come in right. and um, obviously had a, a ton of experience coming from Mercyhurst and being a draft pick. And he gave us a chance to win every night. I think we won two of our first three games, um, you know, and a lot of that credit goes to him. Um, you know, this this past year, we had a really good kind of goalie battle and, and duel and, 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 you know, three capable goalies. Um, Vinny Papura will return this year. Um, He he is a a senior who's going to exercise his fifth year, um, a transfer out of Boston University initially, and he was great for us down the stretch. Additionally, Brandon Perrone returns, a a local kid who has been a tremendous asset to our team and in the community, um, and will be able to give us really good mileage. And then we have two freshmen coming in that, um, you know, will be competitive. So we're excited about the goaltending situation. It's certainly different. Um, with freshmen coming in versus transfers uh, for the first time. Uh, but we have capable goaltenders um, that we think can get the job done for us.
0: Well, uh, see, the, 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 uh, that's good because the, I, I knew about Papura from last year. Uh, I was actually at the uh, the two games against uh, Alaska Fairbanks. So I got to, to, to see your team in person uh, for the first time last year. Um and I was not aware that uh, he had decided to come back, uh, which is great for you guys. Uh as I looked over your list of incoming players in terms of freshmen, um anytime you can get somebody that's played on a national team, that's pretty good.
4: For sure. For sure. No, we're we're really excited about the freshman class coming in. Um this is the class obviously we've had the most time to recruit. Um And, you know, the assistant coaches here, uh, Will Mesa, Rob Riley, have have done a phenomenal job of finding the right guys. We've gone kind of far and wide with different leagues, um, North American League, USHL, BCHL, uh, NCDC, uh, just because we have to. Um, And we're excited. We've got guys, you know, from Finland to Latvia, um, quite a few Canadians, and then, you know, some Americans as well. So it's a, a diverse group. Uh, they all have kind of different skills and attributes, many of them leaders and captains of their previous team. And it's a, it's a big uh, class, uh, whereas we've kind of lived off this portal in kind of years one and two to get going. And this will be an exciting time where we, we can really start to cultivate um, and develop freshmen um, and build kind of from the traditional entrance um, versus, you know, strictly living off the portal.
1: Coach, you guys have uh, you know kind of broken the mold, uh, if I can say that. You started uh, a new program during the pandemic. Um, a lot of people told us that uh, this might be the death nail for college hockey because of the fact that, you know, it's uh, it, it's a low revenue sport, but it is a revenue sport, and and the costs and the travel and all that. And I think you guys broke the mold and and opened the door for everybody else. Lindenwood coming on board and then uh, other schools uh, talking about it. Augustana making the move next year and St. Thomas coming on board and bumping up. And uh, when I look across college hockey right now, I'm going like, wow, this is kind of impressive. But I also worry a little bit that four, five, six, seven years down the road, um, how important is it for you guys to find a home in a conference? Um, for longevity and stability down the road?
4: Yeah, that's the um, million-dollar question. Um, <laughs> I'm good at I those, a, Coach. <laughs> yeah, I, I wish I had a better answer for you guys tonight, but um, your speculation is in some ways as good as mine, uh, where we're you know waiting for dominoes. Like I said, the independent group has been phenomenal of kind of banding together. Uh, Arizona state, Anchorage, Fairbanks, you know, now we're playing uh, Lindenwood this year and, and Stonehill for that matter. So um, there's a nice group of us um, that are kind of searching for a home. Um, you know, we, we can't do 20 games on the road every single year. So it is nice to have that kind of flipped this year um, and be able to host, but it is a priority for us three, four five years from now uh, to have a conference, to have stability Um and to be able to compete for a title, but for right now, we're doing the best we can to just show that we are a competitive college hockey team. Um, you know, that we are, you know, for real, we are serious about what we're doing. And, you know, I think we've done the, the best we can in that regard. So, uh, we'll stay the course for right now. And when the right opportunity comes, you know, we will certainly jump at it.
0: Well, coach, we have talked to a lot of people in, um, There's so much going on right now that's out of everybody's control uh, in terms of the NCAA that we've been getting the impression that a lot of this is waiting for those kinds of things to unfold before what we have been able to kind of surmise will be at least one realignment in college hockey, uh, is, 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 that sound thinking on our part?
4: Um, like I said, I think your guest is as good as mine. <laughs> the re- realignment sounds good though. I like the sounds of that. So any shift or change or dominoes, uh, would be in favor, you know, for us, we've had some great calls as independents, like I said, on how we can help each other and, and, you know, play each other. And especially February and March as teams get into league play um you know and there have been some other really good you know loyal allies within conferences reaching out to give us games and um you know scheduling agreements but we are just hoping to see any sort of domino fall that could potentially help us if not we're going to do the best we can to schedule competitive games and put together a really good schedule for our guys um and i think when ours releases in a few weeks here it will be pretty impressive not just um games that we play on the road, but teams we have coming to Long Island, you know, big time hockey East DCAC, you know, NCHC and and big 10 teams coming to Long Island, which is really exciting for for us in our program.
0: Okay. Uh, I have to ask this question and and (laughs) you, you can answer if you want, and I would understand if you don't, but, uh, a certain hometown team of yours, is that going to be on the schedule? And when I say hometown, I mean, literally your hometown. Um, Are they going to be on the schedule? We we hope so.
4: Um, <laughs> it, 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 in time here, we had a we had a dose uh, of them in kind of year one, and it was a pretty right. heated rivalry for a lot of reasons. Um, and that's what's fun, I guess, when you get around the holiday table at some point. Um, but that will be, you know, in the works in, in uh, some time here. Like our goal is to play as many teams in college hockey as possible. And after this year, I think we'll have checked off about. You know maybe half of it
0: okay and the other thing that i have to is, is full disclosure here and, and um, i am an asu alum and anything i can do to help you get them to come here <laughs> let um, me know because uh that i that's my own selfish interest here
4: we can talk about that, but there it is pretty nice to, um, and I think I heard it on one of the ads, to show up to the rink in sandals and uh, shorts in March. <laughs> we had, a, we had a, a great week out there. Uh, we actually went from Fairbanks to Arizona State, so a little bit of a contrast there um, as we stepped off the flight, but um, that's kind of been a fun trip, or will be a fun trip for us to end the year, um, and we can talk about getting them out here as the schedule builds out in, uh, years four and five for us here.
0: Uh, that's all I, listen, I I, I, have to be honest. I have to, I, I have, you know, I have to tell you where I'm coming from. Uh, I definitely have a perspective. So, um, <laughs> I wanted
4: to be honest. Uh, yeah. We'll okay. s- we, we will see what we can do here. And, and
1: coach since Paul's being so cryptic on your hometown, um, we had, uh, it, I'm not being cryptic. Uh,
0: he said it already he himself that <laughs> he's from West Point.
1: I'm I just know. trying not to put him on the spot. I know, uh, but anyway, uh, we have a soft spot for West Point, as you can imagine. We've we've had Brian on, uh, we've had um, uh, Mr. Belick on talking about his son, and uh, I just want to get your thoughts for uh, growing up at West Point and how it shaped you and uh, how the hockey was for you growing up, obviously you had an inside track to an NCAA program, but, um, Brian Bielich told us when he was on that, um, the, uh, the army has actually, uh, given their blessing for, for his son to uh, give professional hockey a shot and actually move his service time out if need be to, to give him to do that. And they're really proud of the fact that they might have a professional, uh, hitting there. So, so how was it growing up at West point?
4: Well, uh, First off, that's that's really good to hear because Colin is a is an awesome hockey player. So uh, I look forward to to watching him. I didn't look forward to coaching against him. I think he did some damage <laughs> against us in our first year, but um, that's that's really exciting. I'm sure he'll do really good things. Um, but for me personally, growing up there, it was um, a phenomenal experience. I don't think you realize how much you're learning each day, kind of inadvertently by just walking the walk and being surrounded by so many first-class men and women um, that will lead our nation. So it was a really cool experience. It was even cooler, I guess, to go to the rink every day with my dad, who was the coach at the time, and watch the cadets operate as hockey players, as leaders, as young men. Um, And I think it was there I kind of found my passion for coaching without even knowing it by just kind of going into work with him and and watching. And, you know, they had some really good, um, you know, players and some really good teams and continue to, to have that I think, but the relationships you make afterwards, I still talk to a lot of guys that he's coached or Brian's coached um, is what really makes it. It sounds cliched; And I'm sure you've heard it a billion times, but is what really makes it special. So it's a phenomenal place. Uh, So phenomenal that we went back there for four games, our first year, and I'm sure we'll be back there in some time. Um, But it it will be nice uh, to not coach against Colin whenever that time (laughs) may be.
0: So there's a lot of people that feel that way. Um, For sure. Uh, so as you say, you found your, your passion for coaching, uh, going to the rink every day. Um, was there, was there a time where you said to yourself, am I doing this because it's expected or I really want to do this?
4: Um, I I think, and you could ask, there's, there's a lot of us now, uh, you know, my cousins Jack and and Brendan, and it's just kind of what we do. I don't think there's ever been a second thought or, or kind of, doubt about it. And I'm sure they'd answer the same. Um, it's it's what we know. It's kind of what we talk about. Um, and so this has always kind of been, I think, a passion and a calling for me um, to be around hockey in some regard. I didn't know if it would be college hockey, prep school, junior scouting, coaching, advising. I just knew I wanted to be around the game. Uh, and I've been pretty fortunate, uh, whether it be at the prep school level or division three level or, or now at LIU, um, you know, to get to do what I love on a daily basis.
1: Brett, let me ask you this, because, uh, and this will be my final one, Paul can can wrap things up with you, but um, when I look at independence, one of the things is, uh, and you guys have done a great job of sticking together, but right? I talked to Coach Powers about this last year because his team made the national tournament, it looked like they were gonna make it in the pandemic year before things were canceled. Last year, I think uh, when they lost to um, Minnesota State, It was kind of like yeah now we can't make the tournament because we're an independent and uh, paul gives me a bad time all the time but i i predict magic numbers right for my independents because i think they have to win a certain number of games to get into the tournament and i'm sure everybody that you're recruiting and i'm sure that you do it as a coach that you want to win you want to get to that national tournament and win the thing right
4: for sure The, the goal is always to win um and i get like to go back to the beginning that was what was frustrating at times this year was keeping perspective in games where we were right there, um, where we couldn't close it out or get over the top. Um, but for us, I think progress is also what propels us. If we won three games our first year and, you know, 8, 9, 10 our second, how do we get to 15, 16 and just keep making this program better? Um, we do want to be in a position, and I think, you know, Arizona State's obviously been there and Fairbanks was in maybe the 20s at one point this year. Um, in the second half, in, in terms of the pair-wise, we want to be in that position as well. Um, and I think the doubt and the skepticism is what fuels us and inspires us. At Wilkes, we were nationally ranked in our first year after being picked last in the league. And I think the story is no different here at LIU. Is um, you know, How can we be an underdog story? How can we have a chip on our shoulder? How can we walk into ranks and um, you know, leave doubters silenced or gain respect to the opposition? Or fans, so uh, we certainly want to win, but we want to gain credibility um, and get better every single day in the college hockey community and I think year one to year two, we showed great signs of that, and hopefully we're on track to do it again this year
0: all right uh, two two things for me, and they're kind of separate uh, one, you're playing your home games at the Islanders' practice rink uh, a what has that relationship been like? and the other question uh that I had for you um has actually slipped my head so we'll just let you go with that first question
4: <laughs> Oh, I know what uh, it was.
0: We'll get to the the Islander question first.
4: Cool. Um yes, yeah, so in year 1 we had no home games and this past year um we had we had 9. Um and if if you noticed and I'm sure you saw you're at the Alaska Series kind of odd times and ends just because right. things as as you know in this area are booked uh, down the line, so next year, again, things getting better, having prime time slots, having big time opponents coming in um, and getting to play at northwell. so um, as I tell everyone, we'd love a rink right in the middle of our campus, um, but to get to play at Northwell and you know a three thousand something seat facility um, it's been a great venue for college hockey. Uh, we had teams like Quinnipiac and and princeton um, and Fairbanks come in this year and be really impressed with the facilities pleasantly surprised. Um, and that's our goal for anyone coming in is, um, to, uh, admire, you know, where we call home or again, to gain credibility. And I think Northwell shows, uh, really well, you know, just how do we make it a little bit more ours, whether it be marketing promotion or things again, that we finally have time to plan and promote, um, versus the mad dash of just putting a team together in, in years one and years two. So, uh, the relationship with Northwell and the Islanders has been strong and hopefully getting stronger. Um, and we're excited to have, I think, 20 home games this year after just having nine in the first two. Well,
0: uh, that's great to hear. And, you know, anything that we can do to, you know, we, we keep up with you guys and try to promote as uh, you guys as much as we can, because he um, like said, I, I live here and the better your program gets, the better it is for me. And I hate to make it sound like that, but. Uh, uh, I like I said. I also know uh, somebody that's coaching one of the youth programs now, and and they're excited that you guys are around. And you know, people thought that if there was ever going to happen on Long Island, it was either going to be Hoster or Stony Brook, uh, and you guys came through. Um, and I think a lot of people appreciate that. Uh, the other question that I remembered was was a coaching question. We talked about it at the beginning. Um, it, and the question would be, what do coaches hate more, that neutral zone turnover or a 6-5 game where it seems like everything is out of control?
4: I guess it depends if the neutral zone turnover is in our favor or not. <laughs> um, I, I think it depends on on the circumstance or the, the strategy or the tactic. Um, when I was at Wilkes, we loved to try and run and gun and, and win games 7-5 to five and 9-6 and to six and uh, be super offensive. Uh, at this level, especially with the strength of teams we've played out of the gate, I don't know if that would be our, you know, main main goal here. But, um, I, I, to answer your question, yeah, we'd rather probably keep it a little bit low low scoring. Although we did have a few kind of higher scoring affairs in the middle yeah. of the season that that turned out in our our favor. So, um, situational, I guess.
1: Coach, we appreciate your time and uh, and your insight. Uh, I'm looking forward to see your schedule so I can try to put it on mine and catch up with you guys somewhere along the way. Uh, I will tell you that Lindenwood told us on Sunday night that they're going to play three of the four frozen four teams. So are you going to be that daunting? <laughs>
4: um, that's, that's pretty good. I think we were close to it last year in terms of tournament teams. So <laughs> it might be nice to just take a breath uh, for now, but um, I certainly, I certainly respect what they're doing and um, we actually will host them out our way. So it's fun to see more new teams take the plunge and uh, hopefully we can grow together. So thank you, Scott. Uh, Thank you, Paul. And we'll see what we can do about getting uh, that Arizona state team out our way in in some years time for you. (laughs)
1: And and see if you can take care of Paul for a few games because uh, he's tired of sneaking around in the bushes behind you guys.
4: we will
1: do our best there. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Appreciate it. That's coach Brett Riley with long Island university, the sharks, one of the best logos I've ever seen in hockey. And you know, Paul knows that I like to shake my pom-pom. So I've got some uh, baby blue and gold ones with a shark on them that I'm shaking pretty heavily this season. So we thank uh, coach Riley for joining us. Uh, Paul and I will be back in two minutes to wrap up another episode of college hockey West live.
2: smoked chicken or the fall off the bone baby back ribs jesse ray's barbecue has been voted the best barbecue in las vegas two years running so whether it's a midday meal or a pre-game feast head to jesse ray's barbecue for all their award-winning tastes
3: more than one hundred forty
2: Comment? Let us hear from you on our text message line at 303-943-3772. From Summer Skate Studios, this is
4: College Hockey West Live.
1: Indeed it is College Hockey West Live. Scott Strandy with you tonight from Denver, Colorado. My uh, co-host as always, Paul Hornstein. Hogging the whole show on Long Island, New York tonight. College Hockey West became College Hockey East for the night. We appreciate uh, Coach Riley joining us. Paul, you know the drill. Uh, Every time we have a guest on, I listen to something, you hear something. Let's compare notes and see what we found out from Coach Riley tonight.
0: It might help if I turn the mic on, but I don't know why. Maybe we (laughs) are not turning it on for some people. Um, Listen, you, you hear the enthusiasm you hear the confidence, uh, you see it on the ice, you see it, you know, uh, off the ice too. Um, you know, there are definitely, uh, the, 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 the amount of players that are here. And, and, and he rattled off about a half a dozen of the travel organizations. Um, one of which I actually coached. So, um, but, uh, you know, you hear that, and you're like, "This is great. This is awesome. This is what this area needs. Uh, it needs a it needs a presence in NCAA hockey." And uh, you know, there's no doubt that the LIU made the right choice. Um, from uh, the enthusiasm from the, from the you know that we all know that the name Riley will get you in a lot of doors. It's the family business. <laughs> Good boy you know and, and and it's awesome to see and you know it's like I want to see I want the season to start without rushing the time and and
1: you know how I feel about that <laughs> I know how you love summer so we don't want to rush summer what, yeah. from that that standpoint but, but uh, let me let me tell you a couple things that I pulled away from the conversation number 1 I agree with you 100% on everything with the confidence and everything else but what I what I really liked was he He stressed reality as well and uh, building a program, and he understands the depths of what it takes to build a program. and uh, he's not going to get shaken up by uh, by losses. And he doesn't appear to be uh, afraid of taking on anybody any place, as he said. So so those are important factors. The other thing is, Come on li you, you gotta get this guy some help i mean these jerseys are tying up too much of his time yeah, Get somebody get? to start shipping out jerseys for him or paul get over there and help him out
0: well uh, it might have to it might cost him a jersey <laughs> for me to go over there and help
1: him <laughs> but anyway just... man i i i feel for it because i remember watching coach powers go through that that first year trying to put it all together and it's not an easy task but um, you know, as we both know, uh, and not just you being an ASU alum and me being in Arizona for a number of years, but man, Greg powers has laid out the opportunity for everybody to follow. And if you're not following it, um, you should take a look at it.
0: You know, and I also, you know, like I, the, the fact that they're going to get more, we know this, right? The, 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 the new programs need home games. They need home games. They need yeah,
1: that's how you build revenue and fan support.
0: Well, yeah, because that's, that's how you get out in front of people. That's how you get out in front of that. Exactly. You, you exactly. know, it's, it's nice to, to, to have, uh, the team. Uh, but you know, you've, you've got to play those games to get out in front of people. And, uh, we kind of knew going in that, that, you know, that first year, well, we didn't expect the first year to, be what it was um but we also know from talking to the other coaches it takes a couple of years to build that schedule so um i'm glad to see they're getting a bunch of home games this year hopefully i'll be able to make it out for for as many of them as i can uh certainly you know, the goal will be to certainly be there for the for the for the anchorage games for or at least a couple of those um and 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 go from there maybe even um you know, we'll see what else the schedule has to offer. It on certain nights, and like I said, get out to as many games as I possibly can. So,
1: yeah. Well, I hope uh, Lindenwood ends up there, and you get up there to see them too, because I think that would be a really good matchup between well, Lindenwood yeah. and LIU. So, yeah. We'll we'll wait for the schedule coming out shortly. He said so. We'll look forward to that. Um, the other thing, you know, when I look at at their past season. Um, and, and, and they had some impressive victories. They had some close games, as you said, they were in a lot of games and that's what you're striving for. The first couple of years is, is to be in there. And, uh, more importantly, they played games in March and as an independent, that can be tough, but they, they played at uh Fairbanks and they played at Arizona state. And, uh, I think they came away with what, uh, a one and three record, but they battled in every game. And that's, uh. That's how you build a program.
0: Well, we know Fairbanks was really good last year, a lot better than people expected. Um, they, they battled what was then the defending champ, UMass, uh, on, 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 at UMass a couple of nights. Uh, they went to Union and got a win. Uh, they actually swept that road trip uh, that weekend where they won at Brown and at Union College. And you don't do that very often in college hockey and to, to do, to, to sweep two road games like that in a weekend uh, is definitely a, 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 a talking point, so to speak, where you can point to it and said, that's real progress to go and win two games on the road like that in a weekend. So, um, you know, there are definitely, uh, there were definitely a lot of times, like I said, last year, they're, they're in games and you're like, this is cool. This is cool. This is cool. As I'm sitting here watching six or seven games in a weekend, and uh...
1: <laughs> by the way, I hope your computer got fixed because you're yeah, gonna need it. It's fixed now. It's fixed. Oh, now. You're gonna and need I, it,
0: and a little <laughs> bit bigger screen, so maybe I don't have to squint so much.
1: Ah, nice, nice. Yeah, it, it's gonna be an exciting year. And you, know, you talk about the the quote unquote hockey blue bloods. You talk about Michigan and Minnesota and Boston and those areas, but uh, you brought it up to Coach Riley, and I'm just going to reiterate it. Uh, Long Island needs NCAA hockey. Uh, the The New York City area needs NCAA hockey. There's just too much talent, and uh, it's too big of a market to not have it. So I'm thrilled about that part of it. I'd like to see uh, maybe Stony Brook jump on board. Well, I'm Um, sure
0: Coach Riley would like to see that too and cut down some of these road trips.
1: Oh, oh, absolutely. And then uh, the second part of that is that, you know, there's a lot of teams out there and there's somehow, some way, and we've talked about this every show. We talk about it off the air, uh, you and I, but uh, somehow, some way these, these powers that be in college hockey need to come together and find themselves a way to incorporate these teams into conferences so A, you can get more teams in the NCAA tournament, Uh, We talked about that. Eight conferences would be great. Get eight auto bids and and eight uh, at-large bids, if you will, Um, if you're not going to increase it over 16, and that doesn't sound like it's very likely. Um, Soon, anyway. Yeah, at least for a while. So you want to see that. But more importantly, you want to give these kids that are really giving talented, quality hockey minutes the opportunity to play for a title. And, uh, you know, I... I, you and I joke about my magic number all the time, but, but it's serious. I mean, uh, every year that I put it out there, it's, it's pretty much spot on. What you need to do as an independent to get into the national tournament. And um, it, it's wins. It's quality wins and it's wins. And uh, it's hard to do. And I just don't want to see guys get bummed out over it. And I think Coach Riley's doing a great job of keeping his guys focused and, and uh, eye on the prize, if you will uh well they build this program but we both know kids go to college to win national tournaments so that's what they're playing for um, so well
0: right i want to
1: there were a couple I, of universities that maybe weren't yeah well, <laughs> uh,
0: i want to shout out again coach riley's assistant coach will Mesa. it's another one of these guys right I, I like the name sticks in my head and i'm like why do i know that name why do i know that name and you know then you look it up and he he had uh, 3 seasons with northeastern as a player um, and he has definitely got some, some, some bench experience and, and so, you know, it's just, uh, you know, us, we like to point out the assistant coaches cause they don't ever get enough credit.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, so there, there's a lot of good things happening. Uh, I understand completely uh, how things have, have had to be for the last two years, but, Boy, does it sound like they're on the right track this year with the home games and and the building of season ticket holders and things like that that you need to really start to become successful. And if I'm a college hockey program, well, you know, you talk about going to Arizona State in the wintertime, but who doesn't want to at least make a trip to the Big Apple?
0: Well, uh, I, I'm, I, I, it's hard to you, argue. You,
1: you. <laughs>
0: well, I listen. I listen. I don't. I'm. I'm sick of driving, and I'm. You know, I'll go, I'll drive for a hockey game. You know that, but I mean, um, you know, especially since I don't work that far from Northwell. So um, that's always good. And I don't have the responsibility of little kids in my house. So um, hopefully the schedule allows me to get to more. And, you know, it'll be something that, you know, we, we watch the progress of certain programs, and this will be one of them. Obviously, you know we we have the interest in Lindenwood, and they're all doing it differently, as we've said here before. You know, from Saint Thomas and, and and Augustana and Lindenwood, and the Alaskas coming back, and um, you know, he Co- Coach Riley did mention Stonehill. Um, you know, there's. Talks of of Utica and some other schools uh, that the um, you know that used to play at a certain level with Stonehill and and and, and those guys maybe moving up and once again that's why I kind of referenced the transformation uh, situation with the NCAA uh, because that will obviously make a difference. I think that's when the, 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 you, you'll be able to pull the finger out of the dike and have it kind of explode, and, and, and we'll see what happens. But um, it, it, it is kind of fun to watch the different programs as they've started up and come at it from different directions.
1: Yeah, and and all chasing the same common goal. They want to be in a conference. They want to be a successful program. They want to have home games. But think about this, just for one minute, and we'll kind of end my end of it anyway on this. Um, When you look at a team like Lindenwood, if you're recruiting players and you tell your players like, hey, you know, I know we're a first-year program, but uh, our team is going to travel to Alaska. We're going to travel to Arizona. We're going to travel to New York City. We're going to travel to Michigan. We're going to go play in Minnesota. We're going to go play in North Dakota. We're going to play out east in Massachusetts. I mean, what kid doesn't want to do that? That's like seeing the entire country, Paul. Wow. Well, <laughs> uh, you know what? And playing quality opponents and getting your name out there. I mean, that's what it comes down to. Yeah, but I mean, uh, let's face it. uh, I know a lot of guys, and myself included, was uh, if you got a chance to go on a traveling trip, and it was Alaska. I mean, even Coach Riley talked about that was a fun trip. I can only imagine you go to Alaska for a week, then you come to Arizona State for a week, and you come back to New York. I mean, goodness gracious, that that's that's a lifetime experience that you're never gonna get again, probably. Well,
0: I agree, uh, except at, at my point in life, I'm not going to Alaska in February. Just not. <laughs> you want to you go start the season out there? I'm, I'm totally with you. You're
1: going in February?
0: I'll stay behind. Thank you. I'm not interested. <laughs> I am just uh, not this,
1: interested. This is not the seven-year college Paul we're talking to, folks. He's... Well, it is. I just don't want to spend
0: what'll seem like seven years for a week. And 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 you know I love Coach Chasby and I love Coach Largan. Um, I'm just not going there in January and February.
1: Yeah. Well, imagine this. You could have a picture of you in about 14 feet of snow. And then a week later, you could have your picture of yourself in the palm trees of uh, Arizona state. I mean, who doesn't want that? Uh, the palm trees. (laughs) Yes. The snow. No, I'm done. (laughs) All right. Take it away. My friend
0: from the summer skate studios, college hockey West live. Brought to you by Burrito Express. Homemade taste, takeout speed, six East Valley locations. Go to burritoexpress.com to find the one near you. Behind the mask, whether you use blades or wheels, whatever your hockey needs are, see our three Valley locations or behindthemask.com. Peterson Toyota. Whether you're looking for your dream car or shopping on a budget, we take the time to find the perfect Toyota to fit your needs. Jesse Ray's Barbecue in Las Vegas, the best in barbecue Las Vegas style available at all Allegiant Stadium events and, of course, at 5611 South Valley View Boulevard, where the restaurant is located. By NCHC and nchc.tv. Subscribe to nchc.tv to catch all of the action from the toughest conference in college hockey. drury and Suites now an official Disney World Hotel. Book your stay now for travel starting this October at druryhotels.com. Jets Pizza. Go to jetspizza.com to find your fresh deal today. At your nearest Jets location. Metro by T Mobile. Get exclusive offers by becoming part of T Mobile Tuesdays when you switch to Metro by T Mobile. Top Golf. Play some of the world's most iconic golf courses without packing a suitcase. Find out how. See your local Top Golf Center or go to topgolf.com. Caesars Entertainment Resorts and Casinos worldwide. It's where the action is in the resort or in town. Liberty University. Hockey faith, and education with equal passion at liberty.edu. And by M-Drive. Go to mdriveformen.com to see which M-Drive formula is for you. College Hockey West Live presented by Behind the Mask and all of the Ice Time Hockey SW.com podcasts are live on the Podbean app and are available for download at the iTunes Store, Google Play Store, Podbean, Spotify, Stitcher, the iHeartRadio app, the TuneIn app, and so much more. Ask Alexa to turn on your ITHSW podcasts. Behind the masks, College Hockey West Live and all of our weekly podcasts are a part of the Ice Time Hockey SW.com network.
1: Very well said, my friend. Um, I'll remind everybody that we're going to Tucson tomorrow. <laughs> Silence from Long Island. Where? Who? What? (laughs) Silence from Long Island. Chad Berman's going to be joining Stephen and I for uh, another episode of the Great West College Hockey Podcast as we continue to bring you just good stuff. Uh, Good tidbits and uh, more and more good stuff. Um, Also want to shout out to Chad Demers. I know we said it a while back when he got the assistant coach's job or the associate head coach job uh, with the Fargo Force. I know they're in the middle of... uh, their main camp right now. I talked to Chad just briefly via text, and uh, he said he'd love to come on the program again once main camp is all done. So, uh, nice. if you haven't been paying attention to the Fargo Force, there are a lot of quality college hockey players that have made their their mark in Fargo. So, be nice to have uh, Coach Demers on. Make sure he's still doing okay and uh, in his recovery and uh, and battle with uh, with brain cancer. And you know, just a great opportunity for him to go back. Uh, to one of his homes, I call it, because Air Force was certainly home as well. Um, yeah,
0: looking forward to hearing from him.
1: Yeah, so we'll get uh, we'll get Coach Demers on, and we'll go from there. But uh, just want to thank everybody for uh, for tuning in. Make sure you use that text line, folks. It's out there. Write it down: 303-943-3772. Have it handy and text us because we love the uh, the interaction as we continue to grow the great game of college hockey. We'll say goodnight with little Roger Klein and the Peacemakers. And by the way, I think Roger and uh, his band are uh, taking a tour of Mexico. So have fun. Be safe, nice. guys. We'll say goodnight. Goodnight, everybody.
0: night.